This podcast is sponsored by CDO Group, the industry leader providing a full range of construction and project management services. CDO Group has managed thousands of projects in all 50 states. Their group of experts provides systems, processes, and procedures to make sure that your projects turn over on time and on budget every single time. With over 24 years of experience, CDO Group is the industry's leader in construction management and general contracting services. To find them, go to cdogroup.com. Hi, and welcome to the Future of Development podcast. My name's Anthony Montategi, and I'm here to inspire people to find amazing careers in the construction development world. If you like our podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really like our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. And welcome to the Future of Development Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montategi, and today I'm joined by those amazing folks over at Trimble. They're breaking through again with some great new technology. We've got Nathan Patton on with the new XR10 with hollow lens glasses that give you the ability to look at a job site live and in 3D. This augmented reality really gives them a new perspective on the construction industry. We're so excited to have them on the show again. With that, let's welcome Nathan. Nathan, welcome to the show. I'm excited about having you on. It's uh, uh, anything that Trimble is doing. Every time you guys have something new, it tickles my insides to to watch it. Uh, and this one is no different. Uh, this product is amazing. Uh, it's got uh, a way to see construction in you know in a, in a way I've, I've I've always wanted to see uh, this taking plans and bringing it into the world. Uh, Nathan, I'm excited about having you on the show. Welcome. Awesome. Yeah. So excited to be on the show. Thanks for taking the time. Really, really excited to talk about what we got going on in, in mixed reality and, and here at Trimble. As Trimble continues to innovate, the uh, the, the most innovative products uh, for the construction world, uh, you know, having the spot the robotic dog out here and having, uh, you know, talking about the, that, those products. And, and now you've got a way to take plans and wear them as you see that you see the job set and the plans and be in the, it be inside of a 3d bim model while you're in and on the job site right how did that all come into play yeah so we've got this new product that we just announced called fieldlink mr and it's kind of taking that mixed reality piece like you said the visual context and then adding it to our uh, layout instruments so really precise accurate instruments that kind of guide you around the job site um, to to lay out information uh, to build on. And so, you know, there's this big problem with layout as it is today. You're trying to find these really accurate positions on that job site, but, you know, trying to navigate around with a 2D tablet um, with a total station that's telling you to move, you know, three feet one way and two feet another way, you kind of do this dance and you're, you're, you're shuffling around and sidestepping and trying to figure out where that point is. And so that that takes a lot of time when you've got hundreds of points or thousands of points on a job, um, you know, it, it can take quite a bit of time. So, you know, the benefits of mixed reality, seeing that data all around you, you know, you just see where that point is now. You just walk straight up to it. For the audience, I'm, what we're going to do is I'm going to attach a link uh, down below and you guys are going to see this. It's amazing, right? So as you're looking through your glasses, right, you're, lo you're looking through your goggles and you're seeing that point on the ground, J just like, you know, uh, uh, just like you were there, like it was there on the ground. And as you, you know, put, put, a, put a piece of material there to market or you're, you're doing your layout, you're seeing it in the exact location, right? And I think that's the part that's revolutionary. It's, you know, before, like you said, you did that dance as a surveyor. You're kind of shuffle to the right. No, oh, no, 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 a little, 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 little right. Oh, no, 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 just, just a little hair. And then you and the other guy on the other end have this kind of like, 
you know, little bit of a signal to get to each other, then to get to dance. And that just takes, it's, it's very time consuming. Now you're wearing the gear, you're seeing the point, you find the exact location, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and you nailed it. And, you know, in my time, when I was in the construction industry, I was doing this exact job. Right. I was the guy doing the dance and my salsa skills were never very good. So it always took me quite a bit of time. And, you know, that adds up, right? Five minutes, right, right. a point, something like that. You know, it's hours in a day that it's taking you. So if you can just see it, it's like going from going from a paper map to now having turn by turn directions. It's just so much easier so much easier and now the you know the setting up the transom setting up the whole system now let's kind of back up a little bit and figure out how does uh how does the how does the information transfer into the go into the headset so let's first of all let's talk about the headset itself yeah absolutely so the headset is the trimble xr10 with hololens 2. so we've got a partnership with microsoft that actually makes this mixed reality hardware and we kind of took it and said, you know, how do we apply this to the construction industry, right? You can't just take a headset or, or a VR headset for sure onto a, onto a job site, right? There's safety concerns. Uh, there's things you got to think of. So we, we've partnered with Microsoft for, you know, seven plus years at this point to kind of retrofit that solution and make it safe for construction. Right. So we're certified by OSHA, um, 57 or more countries. Uh, and, and so that allows you to then take your data that you're creating these 3D models or even 2D models and then actually visualize what that data looks like as if it were already there in the real world. And you're fully immersed in that. The helmet itself, the XR10 is a hard hat. Right. It's a hard hat with a, a lens that flips up and down. Right. So you can have it up uh, and out of your way, but you can also flip it down. And now you're seeing through transparent glasses, you're seeing the, the, the uh, 3D BIM model and you're seeing the, the space. So uh, talk to me about that. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's the, the benefit here of mixed reality. Right. So we've got this hard hat. We've got these glasses that you can see through um, in order to see that data. But now you've got that digital data physically immersed around you. So it's not like, you know, virtual reality, which is, for example, is completely everything is digital. Everything is is virtual. There's no real life element there. Right. right, right. So, it's so virtual. You're you're in you're in the box. Right. You're you're outside of reality. There's no other reality. You're in. It's 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 uh, completely divert, devoid of of the, the space that you're actually in. You're in, a, in an ulterior space. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great point. And so that can be kind of dangerous, you know, to right. take onto a construction site. Can't see everything around you. It's, it's good for design. You know, it's got its use cases for sure. sure. Um, but it's not meant for that construction environment necessarily. You got to see the other factors coming in. The beauty here of mixed reality is that you're seeing that digital data immersed fully in that real world. So you see both the real world and this digital world as if they were, they're truly, you know, intermingling together, right? That it's all one environment now. So you're seeing the BIM model and you can still pick up a pencil. Yeah, hundred percent. You right. can still, you know, in the construction environment, you can still see pipes on the ground. You can still see cables that are, you know, you're going to trip on. So you got to walk over them, right? You can still see all of that information. The guy on the, on the boom that's heading over and you got to get out of his way because he's got stuff to do, but you can still see all of that plus all of your data. So, you know, it's that safety element while also still getting the benefit of all that data. I think that's the, the most unique part. This is the, the part that everybody's been waiting for, right? The, the, be able, the ability to, to put this on. Now, 
Um, I'm a field guy. You know, I'm, I'm out in the field. I, I grew up in the field. I came from the field. Um, I got a lot of, uh, you know, being out in the field, you know, the first time I remember we asked people to bring, uh, put put uh, fax machines. I don't know if you even know what a fax machine <laughs> We had fax machines. There was like this printer that you would telephone into a printer and it would print out something for you. And it was, you know, we thought we were revolutionary and we required our subcontractors to have it so we could get instant updates from architects and they could fax that over. And that, that was a process, right? So you'd draw a little drawing, you could fax it over to them and they could fax it back. And then digital pictures came around and, and we could communicate digital pictures, but that was, they were heavier than heck to, to email back and forth from a job site because you didn't have that great of a connection. And then, you know, we started to get, uh, we said, hey, we need you guys to have laptops. Laptops, where people like, but we're going to construction site. They're going to get ruined. These guys aren't going to do it. But then that happened. And now every single person on the job site has a computer device, either a phone or a pad or a tablet, and they're construction ready, right? And now, now we're transitioning into wearable gear that you're now wearing the helmet, the hard hat, and you're you're being able to flip down a set of of, of uh, visual aids, uh, goggles, and now you're trans you're transferring that information while you're walking around uh, in, in in you know in real time. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think you you did a great job there. You know, that technology has advanced and grown, but the underlying problem that needs to be solved is still there. Right. The underlying workflow or the underlying task that you're trying to do on that construction site is still there. You know, I still need to, you know, check that design and see if it's going to fit the real world. I need to check what progress has been made against where we should be. Right. All of those tasks and those problems still exist, but technology has just, you know, continued to evolve. So, you, you, you know, you, you built it up beautifully. And I think mixed reality is just that next step. And the way that we've approached mixed reality at Trimble is with that in mind, that we're not changing or giving you new tasks to do. We're just saying, what's that problem? What's that thing that you're trying to do? And then how does mixed reality help you to do that better, quicker, more efficient? Yeah, I mean, what's great about Trimble is that you take this technology, which, you know, for, off, for a lot of stakes, people take it like something you do inside, right? Those guys, those, those, those dot-com guys don't get dirty. Those dot-com people don't get, you know, they're all over there in their pretty little offices, right? But we're out in the field. We got mud and dirt and stuff coming at us 100 miles an hour, and things are moving. You know, you're having lunch on a, on a job. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on, and our gear needs to match what we're doing and uh you know trimble does a great job of building gear that's built for the job site right it, it's 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 sturdy it's strong it's safe uh you know it, it, it takes into consideration all the osha requirements we need need to have uh for it to be functional on a job site yeah absolutely at the end of the day if you can't take it on a job site if you can't use it you know it doesn't mean anything anymore so so we're, we're always trying to take that that customer element uh in mind and, and keep that at the heart of what we're doing, right? It doesn't matter if we go build some cool, fancy piece of technology if it doesn't solve a problem or if it doesn't fit on a job site. All right, so now uh, I got Eric, our producer. Hey, Eric, you out there? I take Eric and I, and I put him on a job site uh, out in the middle of a downtown ABC uh, place. And, and he's out there and I say, Eric, we got to set up the system. So let's, let's start with how are we setting up the XR10 to be able to broadcast the information that I need? Yeah. So in mixed reality today, you would simply have that digital data already created from your engineer, from your designer, your architect, 
and you would upload that to what's called Trimble Connect. All right, so let me back up right there. So right now we're taking our BIM model, right? We're taking our our, our, our BIM model, or we're taking our, our we're taking our three D drawings, and we're uploading that into uh, Trimble Connect into the into a cloud based. Uh, a server, and I can so then I can pull that down from the job site. So I'm uploading it from the office to the server. Is that kind of the? Yeah, exactly. So Trimble Connect is like a, a cloud collaboration platform. So you can upload data, and you can act on revisions and to dos and all that kind of stuff. It's like a living, breathing organism of what's going on on that job site, right? Um, kind of trying to provide that single source of truth so that the contractor, the designer, the stakeholder can all look at the same data at the same place. That's, that, that, that's, that's the word we're looking at, that single source of truth. Now, now you know, uh, uh, in our business, a lot of times the single source of truth is the guy that's giving the truth, like this is the truth because I'm giving it. Having one spot where all communicating and looking at the same information simultaneously, like being able to, to look, taking, taking the, draw, the 3D rendering, right, using the 3D model and using that to be able to, design in right to be able to look at that right I, we had uh, someone on the podcast the other day that you know talked about how many you know millions of dollars get saved every year by creating these 3d models because now i can see the interaction the cross the crossover connection issues the the interaction of the space before i ever start moving a hammer or a, a bulldozer exactly and so that you know that kind of ties in exactly the next step here is taking that data and putting it onto the job site so you've got the XR10, right? Eric's out on his job site. He's got the XR10 now. He's got that data on this, this cloud platform. And he's able to now look at that data fully immersed in his job site. So he can see exactly where the steel beams are going to go up. He can see where the HVAC system is going to run. He can see the electrical, the plumbing, all of those systems. He can see that data in the true environment. And so just like you said, the benefit now you can see what data needs to change, what doesn't fit, or you can see that schedule and how it's going to progress. Right, got it. So, so now let's just get. So now, uh, Eric sets a, get, walks out. I, I saw the video. You know, you uh, open up the thing. You pull the helmet out. Put the helmet on. You set up your tripod. Now you've got the XR. And now you got to put the field link together. Yeah. So talk to me about the field link and how the, all that gets set up. Yeah. So you're using a, what's called a total station or a robotic total station, yep. and so that essentially is just really accurately measuring distances and angles. Right. So it'll shoot a laser, get a distance, and it'll know uh, what the angle is. And from that, you can mathematically tell where you are in reference to this model. So you set it up on your tripod and you're going to go and observe a couple of what we call control points. And that's just a point that you have physically on the job site where you know where it is. Might be a paint mark, might be a piece of rebar that's jammed in the ground, but it's somewhere that you know where it is. And then you also know where that is digitally in the model. So by taking an observation on that point, you know where it is in the real world, you know where it is in the digital world, and then mathematically you're able to say, okay, now I know where the total station, uh, where this robot is in reference to the, in reference to the model. Yeah, so now my total station, I've now got its bearing points, right? I've now created datum points or however you want. We've now got, you know, a predictable, the, the point that matches my plans. And now I, I look at it and go, all right, we set that, we get it, we get that situated. And now, uh, now it's able to communicate from there an exact location that's known both physically and digitally. And from there, what do we do next? 
So in that exact same workflow at the same time, you're also doing the same thing for the XR10. So all in one workflow, you'll walk to, you know, three or more control points that you might have on the job site. And by doing that, the total station knows where it is and the XR10 knows where it is. So at the end of that process, you have a really accurate position for this total station. You have a really accurate position for this XR10. So you get the model, all of your data fully aligned, one-to-one scale as if it were real and right out there. Plus your total station knows where it is. So you can start to go and actually lay out where that information needs to go in the real world to within a quarter of an inch or a 16th of an inch. That's awesome. So now you've got the XR10 knows where it's at. I, I can see it. Now I can flip it up and I can be in the, in the real world with no, no information transfer, but I flip it down. Now, do I run that all day long? Is that something you envision people using all day long throughout their day? They've got this ability or is this something you do just at layout? Talk to me about where, how you see this being used. You can use it in a ton of different ways, right? When you're doing layout, you're going to be able to be a lot more efficient because you can see exactly where those points are. You don't have to save the time learning how to do the cha-cha. Um, so you're able to save that time in your layout. So maybe what would take you six hours might take you five hours or four hours, right? Um, you might save some time there. So maybe you don't use mixed reality for your layout all the time, all day long, uh, but you can use it to go and get, you know, a lot of dense points laid out all at once or some really complex information. Like if you've got pipe work and there's a lot of bends and curves and offsets, and you know, it's really hard to visualize what you're actually trying to do there if you're just using a two-dimensional tablet. Right. So what's even worse is you're visualizing it one way and you know, you're the pipe fitter and you're visualizing, but then the tin knockers come in and they're visualizing it another way. They, they don't see it the way you see it. And then having that integration between the two different uh, disciplines and being able to see that, uh, I think there's, there's a big benefit. Yeah, absolutely. So you're visualizing all that information and, and you're able to go and be a lot quicker, more efficient there, but then you can also be using it to visualize and, and see how that data actually fits on the job site, right? Maybe you're finding out that, oh, you know, my HVAC system has been designed to go straight across this room, but you know, the, the designer didn't realize that there's actually a, a service door at the end of that hall and you know, this system's gonna clash and interfere with it. So now you can get ahead and say, hey, you know, this design needs to be updated. So all of these other designs that go alongside it, the electrical, the piping, you know, all of that kind of stuff that's supposed to run parallel, it all needs to be updated too. You can do that weeks and months ahead of when it's supposed to be prefabricated, right? So you're not consuming those extra materials. Nice. You can you know, do it before it's supposed to be scheduled to be installed. So you're not wasting time later, right? So the efficiency gain there of visualizing that data, you know, it, it just is a ripple effect and adds up because it's every subcontractor and contractor beyond that one thing, right? Well, I think it works. It translates from the time I start, you know, the, the design and communication with the customer, right? Being able to have a 3D model uh, really helps me create a clarity and vision and, and, you know, something that they can't see in 2D, no matter how, even, even renderings don't do it enough justice, right? Being able to be in a 3D model and, and feeling that and then translating that to the field where I can see my inter my interactions between materials and, and disciplines and then, you know, really being able to spell 
call out. Now, take take me into the field where I start to look at it and go, all right, look, uh, hey, guys, I need you to do this section, right? How do I, I, I can start to envision, you know, as a project manager, the team being able to go into the 3D model and seeing, you know, when we, we paint the picture of what we want done, it's not this, like, I need you to work on the north wall duck work over here, and then I gotta trans I gotta translate what that means to my group and, and today, uh, you know I I can now look at it in a much much different way, uh, you know inside that model start to really visualize where I'm gonna store stack my material how I'm gonna get to the job site, all that all those kind of neat uh, interactions that wouldn't happen without without you know going into this three three D world. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, today with mixed reality, you can kind of do that collaboration where, you know, me and me and Eric say, we both have an XR 10, we can, we can slap it on and he's in his office, you know, um, at, you know, in, in Atlanta and I'm in my office up in Canada, cause that's where I'm from. You know, I'm looking at the model and he's looking at the model both in two completely different places, but we can visualize it as if we're right there together with a 3d, you know, uh, mock-up right from anywhere in the world. Here, I love that. that. That to me is where we're both looking at it, not at different times, we're both in there. Now, let me ask you, we start to see things and we want to put notes in there. When I'm in the model, when I'm in the area, how do I, how do I communicate to the other team members? So what you can do is, is straight from that model, if you see something that needs to be changed or you need, you know, you have a question about, hey, why was this designed this way? Or, you know, things got to change, our schedule's moving, you know, whatever the case might be. You can assign what we call it to do, uh, which is really just an action item for somebody to go and and have to accomplish an update or you know provide some information on. And you can write in the model in fully immersive when you're on the job site. You can tag that pipe that needs to move, and I can tag the designer back in his office, you know, half a half a uh, country away, and say, hey, this needs to get updated. And he'll see exactly what I'm seeing. I can take a photo of the digital model overlaid on the real world, and he'll get that notification in his inbox. All of the stakeholders on the project, the designers, the contractors, the subs, the the, the owners, you know, everybody can see that track of, hey, where are we at with our progress? Where are we at with these things that need to be updated, right? So it's kind of coming back to that single source of truth on the job site. And then, you know, my designer in his office can get that notification, update it, push a revision to the cloud and we all see the change history. And then I say, Oh yeah, this is good to go. Or maybe he needs some more information. Maybe he needs to understand a little bit better what's going on. So he can call me while I'm in the field. And just like you and I are, you know, on a call right now, I can see you, you can see me. It'd be the same thing, but you can actually see my first person view of the data. So it's like, you're there with me looking at the data overlaid on the real job site. So now, you know, that gives you the opportunity to have maybe an expert, in one place in his office, uh, his or her office, helping out, you know, anybody that's on a job site around the world, really, and being able to now leverage that um, that expertise to so many different jobs, right? You know, that's the fun part, right? By, by the way, we're in the field, we don't call them experts, right? Because <laughs> they're the guys who cause the problem. We're the experts out in the field. Those guys back in the office, they're pencil drawers. No, no, no I'm kidding. I, there's always that fun fun uh, game we play back and forth between the field and the office. But it what it does is it really does bring the team together. And, and, and that's what's really exciting. When, when I see this, I now see a much brighter future for, uh, you know, trying to roll out plans in a 2D model. Look, that got us to where we are today. Great, here, and, and we've built amazing buildings and done projects that are, are that are that are phenomenal uh, throughout our history. And the construction industry today is is you know one of the 
the brightest things we have going on is we build amazing buildings and, and structures. And as we start to build smarter and translate uh, ideas quicker and easier and start to paint the picture for the teams that are on it clearer, I, I believe what happens is now we get, one, we have all have a better stake in it, but two, we all end up making a lot more money. Right, because we don't have all of this waste, we don't have all of this delay, all the you know I, most of the problems we have on a job site. You know, to me, I, I look at a job site as we run them as little tiny battlefronts. Right, all right, I'm gonna move that forward, but we're stuck. We don't have an answer. I'm gonna move this one forward over here, but we're waiting for this. Oh, this material's waiting, so I'll, I'll get to here, but I can't. And that interacts. There's so many different battlefronts that we're trying to push forward. Anytime I can push that forward faster. Right, I, I move. I move our progress in that same direction. Yeah, a absolutely. Right, and you know when we say it, it, giving that data, giving that access to more people builds in their stake and their their accountability almost into that project. Right, with FieldLink MR, what I'm stoked about is the fact that we're giving data to the field layout guys, the guys who are on the job site, the guys and girls who are on the job site every single day. Right, it's another person that's now involved in that process and is able to, to feel like they're collaborating and building that kind of community in that job site and in that environment, right? And then everybody can be accountable for finding these, hey, you know, these scheduling delays or finding these things that need to change, right? And it makes everybody's job easier too. It's not, it's not just about saving money. I mean, that's great. That's really what we want to provide is value and save money. But it's also like, if you can have more enjoyment or, or an easier way of doing your job, it's going to help you. Right. So, you know, as when I'm doing my layout and I can see where the points are, yeah, it makes me faster, but it also makes me more confident, makes the job easier on me. I don't have to spend as much mental thought of translating this data and hoping I'm getting it right. And, you know, oh man, am I, am I getting rushed? Am I slowing things down? How's the scheduling being affected? Right. Gives you that a little bit more confidence and, and, and context of what you're doing. And then, yeah, all right. Once you get that, yes, the efficiencies are there, the productivity, the benefits to the owners and to the to the companies, and we all make more money, hundred percent. Well, and, right? and, and I'm not gonna lie, I love toys. I'm not gonna lie, I, I love the cool toys. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, you're, you're with, I got the cool. I love the toys. I love, I love being able to see it. But you know, not just being a toy and, and and cooler than all get out because of the information I can get. You know, it's different to look at. You know, when you're doing a layout, you get these points. And you know the reference to what the point is. You know, someone creates a point cloud for you to go on and, and and mark up a uh, you know f to do a survey. And now you have all these points that are out there. But now to really see what that is, uh, you know, that's a curb line, or that's a that's a a, a pipe chase, or that's a uh, you know a spot that we're gonna we're gonna put some, really be able to see what that is in, in a much different point of view and see the point. Right, you're seeing the point in 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 perfection, uh, you know, in real perfect accuracy. Yeah, but sometimes that what gets missed at a point is the uh, relationship to things above it or around it. And sometimes you you know when I look at it, I go, all right, I'm going to put that there, but I might want to think about how I'm going to get you know I'm putting that boiler right there, but I might want to think about how that boiler is going to get in and out every every you know every every period of time I need to go back in there and and service it, right? So it gives the people that are installing it uh, a say and 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 you're pulling on their knowledge of the long-term effects of the decisions we're making in the field, uh, you know, in a much different way than ever before, right? It, it, it now brings their field expertise about the products that we're doing and not just the, you know, oftentimes 
we can't see that effect in the office, right? The, the folks in the office can't often see the interaction between a long-term effect of placement of something or servicing of something or uh, accessibility to it, to, a, to a, something that we're building. Yeah. I, I had an awesome conversation this morning with somebody who's actually in the beta program, testing it out right now. And they were out using it on a job site to do layout. And with the model overlaid, he could see that, oh, hey, this pipe rack runs here, but there's actually something in the way. I can't lay that point out right where it needs to be. So I can do an offset knowing that other things are being installed, knowing that, you know, this is going to come next. And if I put it here, it's actually going to get it wiped out. So if I put it over here, it'll last longer and I won't have to come and redo that work. Right. That's exactly what you're talking about yeah, yeah, right. uh, already right there. Right, right. Taking the knowledge of the people who are doing it. You know, look, uh, the architect and engineers are, look, they've, they've got a great value to the job site. But there's also something to be said about the, the where the rubber meets the road, the field tech, the, the person, the field engineer that's doing the work on there, uh, being able to look at it from their point of view of, of, of you know, the, the reality of it, right? The real, real on paper, it looks one way in a 3D model, maybe look, even look another way. But looking at the tech and the person that's doing the, the, the work, now they, they've got a whole nother, another, another way of seeing it because now I'm seeing, you know, I'm flipping this down and I can see what goes there. When, when, you, when I watch this video, I was like, oh my God, right? This is Star Trek, Star Trek. And this is like, you know, the stuff that uh, the hologram uh, that we tell, you know, they, they, you know, in, in Star Trek and you can really see how, how Trimble, you've done it again. You guys have done uh, what what uh, the industry is asking for and begging for and thirsty for, right? You guys are doing that stuff that's changing the construction world. Uh, and and I, I love how that happens. Now, I want to get a little, I want to go back because I know that I get all excited about the product. And I watched the video of it, and I got Eric set up to, to, to go on the field, and we've got him out there now, and he's and he's and he's he's got the, the the product on. I want to get people really in what it takes to get this in their in their field, right? I mean, people are going to want this. Gonna watch this video, go. I want that. How do they? And they said, how do they get this? Yeah, so it's it'll be it'll be available um, in in the next half uh, of this year, and and you're going to be able to take that data just like we've kind of described that workflow, right? It's going to work with, with the existing data that you're creating. It's going to work with the existing total stations that you've got. You just need to, to, to get into mixed reality and then you're going to have all the tools that you need right there. And so we'll have more information to come on that. Um, but in terms of the actual workflow of, of being able to use it, it's as simple as taking what you're doing today and just putting it on a HoloLens, putting it on the XR10. It's the same workflow. It's the same process. Like I said at the top, it's the same task that you have to do. We're not changing the work that you're doing. We're just making it better and easier with mixed reality. Also, say, look, this is in my my day to day stuff that I'm doing now. I, I, I get that, but I also get that, like, you know, if we're not doing this, we're gonna get jump. We're gonna get leapfrog, right? We're you know we always uh, think of ourselves as an advanced company. We we take on technology, but you, you know getting into this and stepping into the next stuff, you know, always kind of pushes my body. Maybe they walk in and go, "Hey, I want to try this on." I'm like, "Great," uh, you know, it's gonna cost this much. Well, well, hold on, let me think about this. Uh, and then you know, there's always this thought between cost and. But I know that every time I've taken a step, uh, 
right? Not knowing where the ground's going to be, right? Not knowing that my foot's going to touch the ground of its value. Um, I always, always, it's, it's always proven, you know, the first time we had 3D cameras on the job site, the first time that we had, um, you know, uh, every, every, every super had uh, iPads and, and all, all the electronic connections we have. Every time we've pushed the limits on making our field people have more access to smarter information, it's always paid off in speed to market and profitability. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I get it. Right. Um, and I think, you know, coming from construction, I'm a skeptic by nature too, but the way that I look at it is, you know, it's not just Trimble that's investing in mixed reality. It's not just, just us, you know, look at Facebook, right? They changed their whole name to meta because they're buying in on mixed reality and virtual reality and all this stuff. Right. So, you know, I very much so see the future of construction is that mixed reality is going to be ubiquitous. Right. right. Now, in, in a lot of different ways. Now you've hit my favorite subject, right? You've hit, <laughs> uh, look, you've opened Pandora, Pandora's box and I'm sorry, but we're going to go down this quiz. Look, if, if they're not today thinking about the metaverse, if they're not, just what you talk, if you're not, if we're not thinking about a digital twin in what we're doing, so it's great that we've all figured out how to go faster and build stuff. But if we're not building that digital twin today, we're going to have to go back and recreate tomorrow. Cause it's, it's, it's just a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. The, the analogy that I like to go to, I'm a big analogy guy. Um, yeah, yeah. very visual learner and analogies really stick with me as well. Um, it's like trying to jump into, if you wait to get into mixed reality or you wait to get into these digital technologies, you know, even like spot the dog and all these different things, right? If you wait to get into that technology in four years, you know, that's going to be like trying to jump into, uh, you know, graduate level, uh, physics when you didn't even take, you know, pre-calculus back in high school, right? It's just not going to, it's like trying to jump into something that's now grown and evolved and assumes that you have these, you know, basic understandings, right? It's, it's like, you know, trying to teach your grandma how to use Facebook too, right? You know, that's another one, right? It's, it's, it's so difficult to get in there when, when the product and everything is as complex as you want it to be, right? You got to get in and start to learn and start to shape and evolve with that technology. And, you know, we're, we're making these products to, to solve these problems and we're, we're working with our customers to, to make stuff that has value. But if you want to get in and, and find the value, you need to get in now and then provide that feedback too, right? It's going to sh be shaped by the people using it. To make that big jump is tough. But if you start me, you know, we, we started a software here at CDO Group and uh, uh, the software they started was, you know, look, all it did at first was manage time, right? Uh, people's hours and time, you know, uh, getting people what, what projects they were working on, the project management team, and then signing it to a project that was great. And then you added another feature and then another feature and then another feature. And every time those small incremental successes, right, in learning, make it a, so much more usable, right, to the folks. Now, look, there's always going to be people who come in uh, later on, and they got to make the jump a little bit harder. And you just you hope that your training uh, goes back and really shows them how to. Hey, this is how we have grace for them because this is how we learned. We we learned how to do this module first, and then we added another module, and let's learn how to do that module next. And just have grace for the folks that are trying to make that big leap. And, you know, just, uh, you know, it's overwhelming. I, I, I uh, you know, you've, you've definitely heard of older people who, who have a hard time. I, a friend of mine who I've been trying to get on a Zoom meeting. It's a great friend of mine, but, you know, he's older and he can't go out with people because of COVID. And uh, uh, because of that, I don't get to spend time with him except for on a phone call. And I, I, for two years now, I've been begging him to figure out how to do 
uh, Zoom. I, I went so much to, I brought a computer to his house, set up screens, gave him a laptop and a and screens, and, and then I left. And it, it just was such a mind block to the jump, right? Uh, you know, he's intimidated by the whole thing. And you can have grace for people where, it, you know, today we don't have that. We This is happening so fast uh, that it, it really behooves uh, the construction companies and, and subcontractors that we work with, the brands that we work with, uh, if they're going to be in this long term, taking the steps and jumping in and, and making the leap into technology now rather than waiting yeah. uh, longer. Absolutely. And it's a collaboration, right? You know, we, we recognize that not everybody is at that level, right? Not everybody is the, is the number one on the ENR top 100, right? You know, th this mixed reality and these technologies aren't just for the big guys, you know, they can be used on the small residential projects. They can be used on, on the smaller, you know, uh, one-offs and things like that. It doesn't need to be just these big players in the game, right? Mixed reality uh, is definitely going to be growing and advancing, right? Like we said, and it's it's for all of those players, right? So what we want to do is have that collaboration and be able to build these products and, and keep that customer in mind. Um, but we can only keep building it for for more people and and kind of help bring those people in, you know, if we're getting that feedback too. That's oh, great. You know, and it, that's often, you know, the, the subcontractors, they're always kind of plagued with, you know, do I make this investment and jump into this? And then, you know, getting a product and, and actively being part of its development, right? I've, I've found out that uh, if, if you're going to do technology, you've got to embrace it and you've got to partner with the people that you're doing it with. You know, the first time we got Matterport cameras, which was a which was phenomenal, right? We brought Matterport in. Our, our people got amazing training with it, but not just the first time. We continued to do it with them. Right? We continued to work with them on those cameras and, and implementation of it and how we can communicate to our clients better and the things that we we did in the thousands of projects that we've done with Matterport today is it's really amazing right now we've got uh, by, by the way we now have all of those projects available to us as a digital file right we, we can go back and access that not like some rolled up plans that are hidden behind a wall somewhere now we've got an actual digital file of that entire space that's different than ever before and and that's you know one of my favorite things about coming to Trimble here is is getting to know our technical team or our technical support team you know, they're, they're some of the best out in the world and they just really care about making sure that customers are succeeding and, and you're able to not only get this technology, but then go and use it and get that value out of it. Right. So it's a whole process of, of not just adopting the technology, but then finding the way to use it. Right. And finding the way to make more people um, involved in that process. Well, and I, and I think something else that goes along with it, get more people involved with the process, but also look, we, we spend thousands, millions and millions of dollars every year developing information that we use for a, a portion of it. And then we end up taking all that and we forget all that and we go to the next section of it. Right. I mean, so we, we look at a, we look at a piece of dirt and we, we do all the data collection on the dirt, the, the site and all the util utilities, all the things that come to the site. Then we, you know, uh, we, we go through all the engineering and architectural development of the, the building itself. And then we get in the field and we, we gather all kinds of information about the install and the actual products and then we do all of the stuff that it takes to to uh you know light up to light up the building and then we hand the operations uh the you know the, the operator the keys to the building and go here operate it but we don't give them any of the any of the stuff that we gathered before and it, it, that's all lost until someday we want to go back and recreate it and you, we can really quickly start to see how blockchain technology where we can gather that information keep it 
and it stays with the life of the building, right? That digital twin will have a copy of, you know, here's what we did when we built this thing. You, and you can see real reality day by day photos, look to a wall, know where all the utilities are. Yeah, it just makes the next level of operating that space so much smarter. And then truth is, as the building operates, the, the uh, how it operates and things that happen to it, we can take that data and feed it back into the model again and go back and go, look, here's how here's where our wins, here's our losses, here's some things that we did that we didn't realize that uh, uh, yeah. you know it doesn't have to die with with the engineer who left. No, hundred percent. I I also you know a little bit off topic on this, but you know I think that these sensors and and the data collection. You know, we're getting data everywhere now. We have so much data, yeah. right? People talk about data, data, data all the time. People talk about digital twins and pulling this all in together. And I think what, you know, if I can get a little philosophical here, what's really Im Im impressive to me is that we're building community around the data, right? We're connecting the designer to the engineer, to the field layout technician, to the fabricator, to everybody, right? to the operator and the maintenance uh, after we hand the keys off to that building, right? And you get all this history and you get the understanding of really what's going on there. And I think that is where we're going in the future, Absolutely. right? Is that we're taking this data and we're finding ways to actually make smart decisions with it, right? So whether that is mixed reality and being able to visualize the data and get ahead and action that and, you know, save costs of rework and, and save money in, in time and, you know, be more sustainable by not wasting those materials materials and not wasting that time. Uh, or it's or it's taking that data, like you said, and taking a balance of the project and saying, well, we were good here or we were bad here. And what does that net out to? Okay. Now, how do we change that the next time we go build a project? I got to tell you, you guys at Trimble are doing, you're, you're doing, you're breaking the, the, the industry standards. You guys are, are, are setting the pace for all of us. Uh, folks are trying to keep up with what you're doing. Uh, every time you, you leapfrog another technology, uh, I, I like every time I get a call that some news happening over there, uh, we're, we're always excited about showing it off and uh, uh, being the place where you guys show it off. We just love having you, you Trimble folks over and uh, it's, Nathan, uh, it's been fun. I, I've loved talking about this, the the, you know, the philosophy of our of our business. And uh, by the way, I want you on again. It just and it's not just product releases. You yourself and the stuff that you're working on uh, is, is it's awesome. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. It's been a, a really fun conversation, and I love it. I'll come back anytime. We'll talk about anything. Happy to uh, happy to come back. You know, audience members, if you guys love this as much as we love doing it uh, as passion, please do me a favor and like it because, look, we, we don't get paid other than the way if you like it and subscribe. Uh, that's all we really get here is uh, there's no, uh, we don't get paid for this. It's, it's just uh, what keeps us moving forward and getting great companies like Trimble to come on, on board. And uh, hey, by the way, if you love, if love what you talked about, go look up Trimble right now and, and get the product, right? Uh, you know, really get into uh, checking it out if, if you and your group are looking for something special. Nathan, if they want to get a hold of you guys over at Trimble and find out uh, how to get this product and or any of the great products you guys have, uh, what's the best place for them to get to catch up with you? Yeah, so you can definitely check out our website. That link will be in the description, I believe. Yeah. And uh, we'll have, a, we'll have a, a little button that says contact us. So you can just go and fill in your information and, and you'll be reached out to and we can we can have a chat. Awesome. And by the way, we'll have a link to this amazing video that'll show off the helmet in the in the in the in the link in the description down below. So uh, all you guys that didn't get to see us yet, uh, just hit that button. Trust me, you'll love take a second. Go look at this. You're gonna be as excited as I am about it. 
just imagine the places that in our business this is going to take us, uh, and it's phenomenal. So, uh, Nathan, again, uh, all the folks over there, Trimble, thanks again. Uh, we're, we're, we're always happy to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. My name is Anthony Montategi, always looking for people to bring insight into the industry, finding ways to inspire people to have amazing careers in the development world. If you liked our podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really liked our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Thanks again for listening. Please share it with your friends.